All right, this is True News 365. Today, I want to talk about um, the the religion that we run into. Oftentimes, people speaking on uh, vibrations, speaking on uh, ancient Egypt, ancient Kemet, vibrations, consciousness, pineal glands, <laughs> a whole lot of... I would have to say mumbo-jumbo. And the reason why it's mumbo-jumbo is because there's no rhyme or reason. It's very convoluted, disjointed religion. They grab from here, from there, from everywhere. You think you're talking to somebody from the Hindu religion sometimes or or something Buddhist. Um, They talk a lot about Christ consciousness and consciousness and awareness. But it doesn't seem like they give a coherent message. They're everywhere. They talk about uh, self-empowerment. This is the spirit of the age. This this has never left us. This has always been the baseline of um, what what you call paganism. Okay, or pantheism. So, ancient uh, Kemet Egypt, like esoteric religion, is a big nothing burger gospel. Have you ever heard of Seinfeld's show based on nothing? Okay, well this is similar. This is all exciting music score in the background, mood setting, nothingness. When you come across people who push this information, you hear them talk, 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 a lot of mystical, pseudo, spiritual, Gnostic stuff, but they always leave you empty, asking, oh wow, what did he just say? Okay. By the time they're finished talking, you forgot what you asked them. You're like left more confused than when you asked the question. There's no clear-cut explanation of, of the bottom line gospel or instruction of how one should live their lives. Who is God? What is God? What's his message? What does he want? And they claim that the Judeo-Christian texts are all copied or inspired by ancient Kemet writings, and they find all these superficial, interconnected similarities, yet ignore all the huge, mountain-sized, profound differences in the message. Oh, but it's all copied and forged, right? But when you put all that side by side and compare, it doesn't seem to at all clear to be uh, related in any way. And you're like, how does this relate to the clear and concise message of the Old Testament and the New Testament? Because it needs to be esoteric. It needs to be unreachable, convoluted, disjointed. It needs to be not clear or tangible or relational in order to keep the hype and interest. I think it's simple. If God allowed the peoples that came afterwards to conquer them and take his information to hide it, And the only way you'll find him is through massive studying and long hours of library research. You know, you have to take a trip to Egypt, jump on a camel, scratch the hieroglyphs, and and talk to sages and historians. Then I would say God ain't talking to everybody now, is he? He's pretty unreachable. It all circles down to the same ancient mystical pineal gland vibrations and 
one with the universe message that says that God is everything. You're your own God. Hinduish, Deepak Chopra, gobbledygook nonsense. You notice how that guy talks, Deepak Chopra? He makes no damn sense. It's the same with all of these people who tell you to reach your maximum self, your, your pineal gland, your interconnectedness with the consciousness within the universe dreamer crap, Oprahism. We've heard this before. Every time you turn around, there's a new ancient writing or secret tablet somewhere which topples everything we once thought we knew about Moses or Egypt or the Christian writings or Old Testament. And the only people who enjoy this stuff are those who need to have smoke blown at them. There are people that desperately desire for the big ticket items of life to be esoteric and hard to reach. Why? Because they don't want to deal with a creator God who has communicated clearly through time to us and has come down incarnate in Jesus Christ, clearly communicating the message of God for thousands of years. If God were, let's say, God, he would communicate to people clearly and in form, in a form and a way that people, his creation could and would understand, right? That's the Christian text. And we can go and visit these collected manuscripts today. They're real. They're not hidden in a cave or need to be deciphered beyond modern methods of translating ancient texts. And you notice that today, all these videos and history channels all want to make the gospel Gnostic or esoteric with programs like asking what did Moses really say or the Shroud of Turin and the movies like the Da Vinci Code, all these what-if programs to make what's clear into some something uh, mysterious. It's the tactic of the world because people need to run from God. They must come up with all of these pathetic fabrications and stories and pseudo-gospels and many will fall for it. These things, along with the latest craze, aliens, will bump off many from the faith and they will fall just like the Bible says, says they will. In Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, and in the, in the book of Revelation. And in the end, it'll be because they desire to believe in other Gospels. They didn't truly believe God's message of forgiveness, of redemption, of forsaking one's sins, of humility, repentance, obedience, and truth, and of making Him personal Lord in humility. So be, they'll be washed away when the tide of lies comes. We see that the Gnostic Gospels that are from the second century almost immediately with time were written by people who tried to make God's message a mystery and over sensational. They even titled them by apostles' names in order to give them more credibility and readership, but true Christians rejected them outright, and the few of them that were found were never found among the uh, canonical gospels, which people did save and copy. Immediately, Satan in the world tries to deceive and to misinterpret and to slander, attack, and copy and uh, the true message of God. We see early in the Gospels how Satan tried to thwart Christ's path to the cross. He, they tried killing him at the age of two. Satan tried to tempt him in the wilderness. The Jews tried to kill him before his time. Even Peter tried to thwart him in ignorance from the cross, as many family will even do to us today. But like the Lord said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of another they won't hear. That's it. The deceptions will continue to come and they're going to become more and more convincing in the last days increasingly. That's why we have to be true to what we believe 
what the Word of God is saying and, and be in Christ always. Without me, you can do nothing, says the Lord Jesus in uh, John 15. We have to be in Christ to survive and bear fruit. Jesus says in John 15, I am the true vine. My father is the keeper of the vineyard. <clears throat> he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit and every branch, branch that does bear fruit he prunes to make it even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will be and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withered. Such branches are gathered up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and, and, and my words remain in you, let's read that again. Verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and, you, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, proving yourselves to be my disciples. No greater love. Okay? He talks about no greater love if, if, if you demonstrate the love that is in you. But if you go to verse 18, it talks about the hatred of the world. This is, all of these false gospels are because God, they hate the gospel. They hate the word of God. They have to quench and, uh, the word of God that God has spoken. And the Lord has to always say, Hasn't, haven't you read? God has spoken. If the world hates you, understand that they hated me first. If you were of the world, it would love you as its own. Instead, the world hates you because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, as in John 16. Remember the word that I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you as well. If they keep my word, they will keep yours as well. But they will treat you like this because my name, because of my name, since they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them they would not be guilty of sin now however they have no excuse for their sin this is the point that the word of god talks about our sin our fallenness it doesn't talk about our greater self from the inside this is why they have to lie and the world has been lying from the very from the very start from the garden the lies the lies were generated whoever hates me it's at verse 23 whoever hates me hates my father as well. These people don't have connection to God. There's no connection to God outside of God's word. I had, if I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated me both and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. When the advocate comes whom I will send to you, the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify because you have been with me from the beginning the world and all that is in the world is hostile to the truth and God is the truth he has spoken clearly through the word and people will deny it they'll put all excuses down for denying for rejecting but those who do not uh, rejecting but those who do not repent <coughs> okay and if anyone was found in Revelation if anyone, it says, if anyone was found whose name was not written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. That's Revelation 20:15. We have to repent. We have to listen. The word of God is spoken directly. The Lord has made it possible because he is God to bring his communication and his message unto the world. And 
it's through Jesus Christ that he has communicated and the witnesses that saw and they died for the word of God and they copied upon copied upon copied that witness and they wrote in to us and the the fervency of their wanting to preserve God's word is written in the text that we have so many copies in ancient from ancient antiquity that is supernatural that is evidence and a witness unto the truth don't believe the lies of this spirituality in the last days people are going to be seeking a false spirituality of a religion that has absolutely no power that has fake power and and in order to demonstrate their power they have to go and deep go into the the works of satan so that satan can perform miracles for them as we saw in the days of moses anyway as we see that the powers of darkness also have deceptions through through magic and through evil things and by that people will become more and more deceived in these days because these are the last days okay thanks for listening until next time true news 365